0: Welcome to Curry Gumbo, the podcast where Nicole and Ashley discuss Black film and TV. This is a Grown Folks episode because we are discussing the Reginald Hudlin 1992 film Boomerang, starring Eddie Murphy as Marcus, the lady magnet and ad exec whose professional and personal world gets turned upside down when he meets Jacqueline, played by Robin Givens, and shaken up just a little bit more when he gets a taste of Stranger played by Grace Jones. And then flipped around some more by Angela, played by Halle Berry. But who are we kidding? After meeting Lady Eloise, played by the brilliant Eartha Kid, how couldn't he have known that karma was not only making her presence known, but she was there to make Marcus pay? So Marcus is an ad exec for the um for the brand chantress I don't I'm I hope I'm saying that right and so it's it's a beauty brand um that it seems like it's catered to black women and it is being it is merging with lady Eloise um which is another Wait, beauty yeah it's another beauty But she's the face of um the beauty brand and Lady Eloise is actually acquiring the company that Marcus works for. And when Marcus enters his workplace, you can tell that he is a ladies man. He is a charmer. He loves his job. Um, One of the reasons he loves his job is because he can be surrounded by these beautiful women. What I found interesting is that, because the first like minute of the film it's just him greeting everyone <laughs> as he walks into the office. It's really like a workplace drama. You know, the we don't we never meet Marcus's parents. Um, no. We only see one of his neighbors. Everything is taking place in the workplace. And yes. what I found interesting is that all of the women that he says hello to, they are either in a cubicle or they're just out and about walking. Like no one seems to hold a position of significant power in the company. And I feel like when he meets Jacqueline, that is what, that's one of the reasons why he he's just so enthralled with her. Like he's just- but well,
1: he was surprised because- He was,
0: he thought he she was a model. Her-
1: what does he meet her like in the elevator or like in the was it reception area or something
0: yeah it's like a little newsstand area she's reading a magazine they get on the elevator
1: together yeah and he's like oh I have this important meeting you know I can't remember the words but he's just like you know I have this I have a meeting with this important person and she's like mm-hmm. oh really okay <laughs> well um hi your meetings with me yeah and
2: like I'm like, head of
0: I, you oh. know, oh, I I just started today. I work with Lady Eloise. He said, "Oh, well, you know, I'm head of marketing there." She's like, "Oh, no, 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 no my dear, I am head of marketing." Um, so I I'm wondering if some of his infatuation has to do with her superior position.
2: Yeah.
1: I think this is a story, and and I was watching. I think it was like an interview he did with, was it um, Jay Jay Leno? And he was saying how the movie is about you know this playboy, mm-hmm. and then who meets his match in um, Jack Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about a guy who's just used to just you know having his way or just having women just spawn over him and you know him being just a macho man and you know Mm -hmm. he can pick and choose who he wants for the night or whatever and we see him pick and choose um Layla Rashawn can't remember what her character's name is Christy Christy yeah he just you see him like he's just oh I want that one okay let me get her yeah so that's like his attitude and then um Jacqueline she kind of poses (laughs) like She's she's not that easy. Like you can't just pick and choose her for the night. Yeah. Like, you know, she's it's kind of like toe to toe. And then as as we get um further into the movie, she kind of it's I don't the roles are kind of reversed in where she kind of treats him like she's the man, like she's
2: there
0: is certainly we like gender
1: the, roles are certainly uh, like at
0: under investigation here. Because one of, I mean, he, Marcus is definitely treating women like property that he wants to acquire. Mm
2: -hmm. And as
0: soon as he has acquired them, they are just these items that are on like an itemized spreadsheet that he will never return to. I shouldn't even call them like property because you tend to your properties, but
2: no, they're they're just like check
0: marks. Yeah. Like he, so what's interesting to me is like, I thought that the costuming was really interesting because when we meet Christy, Christy is walking
2: all in Afghan home.
0: She's an all-white. She looks incredibly
1: angelic. When they have their date, she's can I say wave one thing with the all-white down to the stockings and the, the little stockings. white shirt shoes? I'm like, yo, this is so 1992. because her dog is stockings? white.
2: Her dog is what,
1: like, she's matching with her dog. But when okay. I saw the stockings, I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like and what? how you find these white kitten heel shoes?
0: Girl, she found them, girl. And she is walking her dog during a work day. I'm like, what? It seemed like the work hour. I'm like, where, where you work, Christy? What's going on? But when they meet um for their date, she comes to his house. She's in this, like, light purplish lavender really no, tight color? dress. No, wait,
1: wait. There's a fuchsia. That was a color of fuchsia. the yes. Fuchsia. Yes. So,
0: <laughs> she's in a fuchsia dress, fuchsia shoes, fuchsia earrings, fuchsia Gorgeous. lipstick. And what's interesting is that his, um, Marcus's um, black sweater has some like purplish fuchsia, um,
2: like color blocking in it when he is, so I thought to myself, like, what does
0: this mean? It feels like there's no complexity to
1: a Christie. She was very, she was, she came off as very simple. Very much so. Even in her, in her conversation, she was just very simple. They didn't have much of a conversation. It was like, Mm -hmm. he kind of they met because he pretended like he lost his dog because he saw her with a dog. So he wanted to, I yes. guess, fake um, connect over loving dogs. Yeah. And that was his game. It worked. And it's like, that's that's the depth of their conversation. Yeah. Oh, I love my dog. You love your dog? Oh, we're both dog mm-hmm. lovers. Okay. And then, I mean, that was all Marcus needed. Like, he just saw yeah. a pretty girl. That's Like, that's like it's an easy get
0: yeah for him. it's an easy get for him because she is very simple she's an open book there's nothing there's no hidden agenda with her um they go back to her place maybe well, girl got first. stuffed they go to his place first but then they go to her place
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she got stuffed animals on the
1: bed I saw that
0: and that would have just made me very uncomfortable Yes. <laughs> like. like how old are you christy how one how old are you and two how old are you like emotionally and intellectually because i just don't feel comfortable doing this with the you know i i just i just don't
1: feel comfortable um so that's christy
2: the well, second, and then
1: you missed the important part so marcus has this foot fetish he does. to where so you know they're in the bed. They already done the deed, and he lifts the covers off her feet just like to see what she's working with. And you know, toenail polish is busted. She got corns all over the feet. And at that point, he's like, "Oh, I'm out." Like it's like that's what did it.
2: Yeah. For him
1: to be out, and then even the conversation, the the funny conversation between him and his boys um and he was like oh I, I just can't do it her feet her feet and then um Martin he was like like what you mean like <laughs> you don't fuck her feet like what, the, what are you talking about you knew you were not gonna be with her anyway
2: like I know. you wasn't
0: like so what was the point of looking at the feet does he look at Lady Eloise's feet because he sleeps with her as well I don't remember him doing that, but I think it's also- I
1: know when she was dancing on the bed, she had her shoes off. Well, he yeah. she put his, her foot in front of him for him to take her shoes off. And she had her on stockings too. Yeah. But I guess- But I he know. doesn't
0: like deliberately do the yeah. test because one, he knows that he doesn't want to be with her and he knows mm-hmm. he's only sleeping with her to get the head marketing position at the company- Which-
1: let's let's pause right there because this is kind of like a role reversal because we always hear about women kind of sleeping Mm -hmm. up Mm -hmm. to like get the job this is a man who's sleeping up to get the job yeah and
0: it's funny when he does it Mm -hmm. It's not unfortunate. It's not catty when he does it. It's just funny. Well, I mean, it's also funny because Um, it doesn't work. true. Because she doesn't have any power in the company. But I wanted to like take it back to like to tie her to Christy. Lady Eloise is not childlike in the way that Christy is. But she also dresses in a monochromatic fashion. Like when we first see her... Um, I believe she's in an all green number she's got a green she's got on green shoes she got a green headband on when she goes to when they when Marcus goes to her home she's got on the red dress red headband red shoes. When they are in her bedroom she's got on this gold get up and everything is gold like even her stockings have like a little goldish tint to it so even though like she's not childish in the way that Christie is, I felt like that costuming was trying to to suggest to us that like Christie, her motives are also a little bit more simple. There's no complexity to her either. Like she's just out to pleasure herself. There's nothing that we need to figure out with Lady Eloise, nothing at all. I did appreciate the fact that all of her servants were men, all of them, her butler,
1: her assistant, men. The assistant <laughs> who was kind of laughing at Marcus because yeah. the assistant knew what was going on. Ben the assistant knew that, oh, y'all, you, you. it was more like you are her catch. The way that yep. Marcus in the beginning was like thinking he can just pick and choose. Mm -hmm. whoever he wants to be with for the night this is lady eloise she's picking and choosing marcus she's like oh i want that one tonight and i'm gonna get that one tonight and she did and she knows
0: about his reputation as a ladies man
1: yeah who other than
0: bony t is talking about him in this way just the other woman in the office i think probably And a Ninea sexual harassment suit came up. You know, um, they do tackle that on the show, Boomerang. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. Um, how do you feel about Marcus's friends?
1: Gerard and Tyler. It was almost like they were played as Gerard was the very was the more sensitive friend. Like mm-hmm. he was all about love and wanting, you know, romance. And then Tyler, that's his name, Tyler, mm-hmm. Martin's character. He was more like, you know, just more aggressive, just get to it. And then, because then they teased him. It was like, man, you don't even something like you don't know nothing about love or you're not sensitive. They was teasing him about that. And then Marcus was kind of like almost in the middle, like he he knew how to yeah. play sensitive that he knew how to play kind of like what do you call it not rough but like just
0: aggressive
1: less ag- like a lack of lack
0: of emotional center yeah like lack of emotion no- yeah yeah he no
1: attachment he wasn't trying to be attached yeah. to nobody he is Whereas, a- go ahead no so you can tell Geron wanted a relate he wanted to be in a relationship Tyler was not trying to be in nobody's relationship yeah. And Marcus was kind of like playing both playing defense on on both sides.
0: I really like that because even in the way they're set up physically, like he's always seen as being in the middle. Like when they're yeah. at lunch, he's in he sits in between them when they're at the gym on those row machines. He's sitting in the middle. And it does seem like if we are to think about them on this spectrum, Tyler is like all dog. Gerard is all sensitivity. Marcus sits like firmly in the middle. Now you would think that it would give him kind of like the best of both the best of each world, but it seems like he's using (laughs) the knowledge of both of those camps to be more destructive.
1: It's part of his game.
2: Yeah.
1: Like that's, that's his whole game to come off as like this sensitive guy, but then turn around like, ha ha, no I'm not. I'm just gonna play you like any other dude out here. (laughs) So he meets Jacqueline in an elevator.
0: Jacqueline breaks the news to him that Lady Eloise doesn't have any power in the company. All of the executive decisions get made by a group of white men who sit in Paris, the board. and And this was after he slept with lady eloise after so you you did all of that for nathan um and so she is the head of marketing he will assist her um he still has like a a significant role in the company but he's not head of marketing um and As they're walking to her office, you could, you see there, there are some people leaving and some people are crying. Some of them are on their way out. One of the new folks who joins the company is Angela. I don't know Angela's exact position, but she's an artist and she creates, you could tell like she's, she's on the creative team. So obviously she's going to be assisting Marcus and and Jacqueline in some capacity because she is going to be behind she's going to be behind some of the creative designs that they use. I feel like Angela was always set up to be like the complete opposite of Jacqueline.
1: However, I feel like there's not much difference between them. You mean Angela was supposed to be more because Jacqueline is very powerful in a sense, just career wise, but she's more corporate one and she was more, what do you call it? Um, I don't say out there with her sexuality, but she was very, and she had a lot of sexual energy or, you know, power that she just exuded. Like she knew, she knew she was that girl. Angela, on the other hand, they—I know—they said it's kind of weird because we're talking about Halle Berry, mm-hmm. her sister Robin Gibbings. So I think that's kind of like—I hear a lot of people when they talk about Boomerang, they're like Halle Berry. Being like the girl, like come on now, yeah. Halle Berry, no, but they they play
0: her. She's I don't you know, Angela is not meant to be ugly. She's not meant,
1: but she is. But she's meant meant to to be be like the girl next door, like the girl next door, the artsy girl. Yeah, artsy. Not like super corporate, not how not boss woman, but more like you know, I'm an artist. You know, I work with children. Mm -hmm. More of a more of a sensitive role as opposed to um Jacqueline, who's more like power like powerful woman, executive, I'm the boss, you know, that type of energy. Angela has a different energy about her.
0: I think that Angela and Jacqueline have a different energy, but the intentions feel similar to me. So Jacqueline is is constantly like flirting with with Marcus and the flirtation it it feels evident to me but I also feel like Angela has been flirting with Marcus this whole time even though it's not like it's it's a little bit more underhanded it's a little bit more like there's a little bit more finesse to it like she's trying to get to know him like there's a roundabout fashion to her flirting as opposed to Jacqueline who's just like yeah, I think you cute, but I don't date I don't date men I work with. So we just about to tease each other for the first like twenty minutes of this film.
1: You know what I'm saying? Do you think Angela's flirting was more intentional or just her just being nice and just kind of like getting to know him? Because sometimes I think as women, it's kind of difficult, or you can read flirting. Or misread flirting as just, oh, this is a nice guy at work. Let me just um, hang out with him or get to know him because he seems cool. So I'm going to jump ahead. We all have seen
0: Boomerang. You listening, you have seen yeah. Boomerang. But um, Jacqueline and Marcus develop, they hook up on a trip to New Orleans. Marcus, you could tell he gets a little bit, he gets very serious real quick. Jacqueline kind of wants to keep him on the back burner. Marcus kind of set Gerard and Angela up on his way
1: to like- He was trying to push Angela off on Gerard so he can get with Jacqueline. Absolutely. And And so- So I was saying the Thanksgiving dinner is, Angela is more of, she's, Gerard's friend because when Gerard's parents are there they even make a comment it's like oh you you look like you could be one of Marcus's girls yeah and they're like uh uh, no not really I'm Mm -hmm. just friends and they even and then there was a um I guess a little thing about well are you and Angela and Gerard date and they're like we're just
2: friends like
1: friends
0: after that Thanksgiving Dinner. When everyone leaves, Angela and Marcus are home alone, and they begin to kiss.
2: Well, to me yeah. to me. <laughs> I feel like
0: that is that energy is not coming from nowhere. This has been building up. You've been like this, dude. I can been see like that. them. Like it doesn't make sense. For you, why are you coming over to the house of the guy you used to date? His friend meeting his parents, and then you gonna be on the
2: couch kissing old boy? Like what?
1: You think maybe just they connected? They had a connection over Star Trek. Over
0: Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek
1: connection. We're gonna cut it out today. We're gonna cut it out today. Maybe
0: when I was ten, that made sense. Like oh my
1: god they're sitting on the same couch and they cook this food together and they friends and no. no no you've been like this okay day. yes we can say she, okay I I can agree that she probably liked him I had a crush on him but Marcus what's he doing because he like literally pushed her off on his friend so he can date with Jacqueline and then Jacqueline kind of played him or she showed him that honey I can have you and dismiss you the same mm-hmm. night. And so he's like, uh, what do I do now? Who do I go to now? I think that Marcus is still has some of that.
0: I don't think that he's like a sex addict, but I feel no, like he's, he's a man who really enjoys the com- the physical company of women. Of women and so yeah. if he's, if a beautiful woman is kissing him, if a beautiful woman is kissing him, he's not going to turn that away even if he's breaking some type of bro code. And and I mean, I guess we can debate whether or not he is breaking some type of code by dating a woman who once dated his friend. So I think that maybe things were building up in him as well. And he just didn't recognize it
1: um, because he I had been not. friends with her. So I think- and I'm not saying that, go ahead. I was gonna say, Marcus only got with Angela because he couldn't get he couldn't get with Jacqueline the way he wanted to. Oh, Jacqueline
2: you think she a rebound? Him. Yes. No. Well, yes. And
1: okay. It that way, maybe they. I can see they form feelings afterwards, but he wasn't checking for Angela day one. Now, what I will say, okay. So let's so they develop
0: the Stranger ad and it's a success. They, meaning Marcus and Angela present it to Jacqueline. Now, Marcus and Angela are in the boardroom sitting right next to each other. This is a boardroom. There are several seats that they can sit at, but they're sitting right next to each other, all snuggly close and close. So it does, to me, it felt like, are you trying to make Jacqueline jealous
2: in this moment? Like is Possibly. he using Angela? Yes. I think I think
1: Angela was like a rebound for Marcus. He was not checking for her. Dang. He, he wasn't checking for her. But when they got together, it all
0: felt genuine to me. Like Maybe. I feel like I feel it like Angela was... always liked Marcus. Always. Yes. Marcus's feelings might be a little newer. They they might be new but I think that he genuinely cares for her Now he don't know how to treat her just yet. He got a lot of improvement. Like he got, he got stuff to work on.
1: Yeah. But, but it's like, it's like the guy, It's looks like if you like a guy and he's like not checking for you because he's trying to go with this other girl who's supposed to be, you know, miss popular or whatever. And that don't work out. Then he come back to come back to you like, Oh yeah, you really are a nice, you really are a nice girl or a good girl. It's like, you go back over there where you came from. Don't be coming back to me thinking, oh yeah, you know, you are nice. The first hour and 20 minutes of the film
0: is Marcus obsessing over Jacqueline. Yeah. So I think the writers and the directors and the actors did a really good job of making me believe that Marcus and Angela were a unit and a strong unit. Um, because the film is know. only like two hours long. So we, yes. we don't have much time with Angela and Marcus together. Nope. You can't get with a dude who has been obsessing over your no. boss. No, like it's it's
1: a no, it's a no-win. Like and then not it's expect not good for him to
0: still be obsessing over her. Yeah. I don't get what Angela was trying to do. I don't get it, but we love Angela. Can we talk
1: about uh, Strange J for a second? Yes. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Which one? Yes, which one it is. Will she take off them draws? No.
2: Or her entrance? <laughs> her entrance? No. You are nasty. The restaurant?
0: <laughs> Please describe the restaurant scene please because typically i am the raunchy one but i would love for you to That's describe my favorite
1: scene. scene i just i love her monologue it's a business dinner jacqueline excuses herself for some reason like i kind of i don't even remember that. i just remember the part i like <laughs> when it's just strange and marcus alone and she goes to him and she's like, So when are me and you gonna fuck?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then he's just like, What? <laughs> and she's like, Jacqueline told me you're really good in bed. And he's like, Oh, she told you I'm really good in bed. And she's like, Yeah, Jacqueline said you really know how to move your ass. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> And so she's like, is just like putting it on him to the All point the where she's, out. Like, she's like, it's, she turns it up. I, I wish I knew the whole thing. I'm gonna memorize it one day, but then she's like, you don't want this pussy. And he's just like chokes on his water. <laughs> and then she's like, no one can turn down this pussy no, not this pussy. And he was like, be quiet. Stop saying that. She was like, what? Pussy, 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 pussy. <laughs> and then and then she was like, what's the matter? You don't like women? He was like, yeah, that's right. I don't like women. I'm gay. He was like, gay? You're not gay. I know a gay man. My brother, he's gay. That man over there, he's gay. Just gay. outing everybody. In and then it ends in French. So I'm like, this is the best scene ever. It really was. It is. It
0: really was. I
1: I think that if
0: Marcus were a woman, I would have felt offended. Because no, you're not telling this person's business. And why does Sean think that she just has access to Marcus's body like that?
1: Because every other woman does. So, yeah, it's not it's not right, but it ain't right at all.
0: What I want to know about
1: said you're really good and bad. That's why. <laughs> Jacqueline said you know how to really move your ass.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jacqueline ain't doing nothing that Marcus ain't did. Marcus go back and tell his friends about Christy. He the only person he doesn't say much about is Lady Eloise, and that's because he's embarrassed about it. My favorite Strange scene is when she is testing out her perfume with the chemist Lloyd, who plays the father in The Color Purple. And um, she says, I hate it, but this tested very well. I said, I wanted the essence of sex. I think this is it. You would. This girl take off her drawers. What I don't understand is how y'all wear y'all drawers. I wear my drawers under my stockings if I have on stockings. Mm-hmm. She just got access to her drawers and she just take them off, even though she got on some fishnet stockings. I I'm I don't get how she just has access
1: to. And it's all it's, it's the movie.
0: But this and it's also. But I also think that that is how Sean Jay would wear her underwear.
1: Over her stockings.
0: I think that's how she would do it. I don't think that this is something where we have to like suspend our logic because this is a movie. I don't think that's it. I think that's how Stranger would (laughs) draw, (laughs) like straight up. (laughs) But what I love about this scene, she takes off her underwear and just smears them all over this Mm Kenneth's face who just looks like he is a gentleman. Like, Mm -hmm. he looked like he don't curse. He looked like he don't listen to loud music. He goes home and listens to classical music. This is a gentle man. So he is completely disgusted. He doesn't know what to do. Nelson over there, like, unbelievable. (laughs) So, like, Lloyd runs out. And Marcus, like, runs after him. And the reason I say, like, Marcus is a charmer is because the way he the way he deals with lloyd he doesn't like it's not like hey this man to man is business don't let this lady like like make you miss out on your money like this your job like he doesn't order him to go back into the room he doesn't try and reason with him he tickles him <laughs> it feels very like i'm a charmer I'm a charmer. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to use logic to persuade you. I'm just going to charm you. He does the same thing with Nelson at the very beginning of the film, because Nelson um, has created a commercial and it's just raunchy. He got women sucking on bananas, licking cherries. It's just very phallic. He got too much going on, and Marcus is like, "Hey, we gotta. Might want to. I love the orange, but let's rethink the cherries and got to lose the banana. But don't think I didn't like it. I I do like it. Don't make that face. Don't make that face. It's like that's the what you're. Do you see what I'm talking about? Like he wouldn't. He has a way with people. He has a way with people that feels flirtatious with, to me. I don't think that he wants to sleep with Lloyd. No. I don't think he wants to sleep with Nelson, but I think he wants them to like him.
1: Yeah. He's a likable guy. Like he's not, he's not hard. He's not like a gangster. He's mm-hmm. not, you know, he's, he comes off as just a very likable guy. He's not going to beat you up in the street. Yeah. He's not going to, Curse you, like you know.
2: He's now safe. he's Marcus. My God. Um, I've already said that I feel like Angela's playing games, but I feel like Jacqueline's playing games as well. Do you agree? Jacqueline, let's see. So.
1: They spend the night going back to their New Orleans trip, they went to New Orleans for business, they sleep together is that when
2: she like leaves. And no. They go on a date. What happened after New Orleans is it. When after New Orleans.
1: After he was trying to call her what's when was he trying to call her and couldn't. So
0: yeah so after New Orleans he comes back into the office and he's Mr. Lovey-dovey and she says mm-hmm. you're not getting serious on me are you and he says no but when can I see you again and she says I'll have my assistant reach out to you and yeah. so her assistant does who's a she has a male assistant which I think is interesting and she um he pencils him in for like a date that's 3 weeks from now weeks so he buys now. tickets to some show and she never makes it. She never comes. She she pr- kind of stands him up. And so he um, that night um, she appears at his home. So that it's
1: raining. Paint the scene. It's yeah. raining.
2: It is. And raining she comes down. in
1: with a trench coat on. Mm-hmm. And he's mad. He's like, I paid for these tickets. And two hundred dollars. Two hundred, and she's just like, okay, okay, and you know he's just expressing his feelings, and then she opens up the trench coat, nothing but lingerie, nice matching brown panty set, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Are you still mad?" And of course he's, he's Marcus. He's not mad no more, <laughs> and so he's like, "Oh, so you had this all planned." And then that's when, um, they sleep together. Then in the morning she leaves a $200 in a nightstand and then she's gone, which I think is the biggest, bossiest move ever. Yeah. And he feels like taking
0: advantage of the way he yes. is holding these, the sheets, to his chin like oh my gosh like i i feel dirty but it's not even in in the morning nicole it looks like it's still dark dark outside like don't even wait till the sun is up she goes home after she's like look i'm i'm done i'm done with you and i'm gonna pay for it he go your 200 dollars he go that back so so i don't owe you nothing boom you know i'm not mad at jacqueline
2: i'm not mad at jacqueline I'm not I mad at no Jacqueline know the
0: game. So like at the party where we're being introduced to Sean
2: and she comes in on a carriage that's being led by four white men and she whipping them. <laughs> 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 he like makes it clear that I'm interested in you.
0: And she says, like, I don't date men that I work with. Mm-hmm. And then she says, hold on, hold on you have an eyelash about to go into your eye and she holds his face Uh, and blows into baby what are we doing what are we doing here she wants there to be some sexual tension there
1: well yeah but she doesn't want to date him that's two different things they're two different things
0: why are you flirting with with, why are you flirting with me
1: because she wants to sleep with him she doesn't want to date him. You don't things. have to, you don't have to flirt. I don't know. I kind of feel like we, we ain't got to Well, maybe you do need to
0: flirt. I don't know. I mean, I'm, there, there needs to be some, you know, but yeah. yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. But once you know that this person has feelings for you that don't align with yours, I feel like it's time to stop. That's why I didn't, I didn't like Lawrence. And how he was doing Tasha and insecure, you know, this girl wants to be with you and you are still having sex with her, knowing that you have no intention on fulfilling anything that she, that she wants. Now, I will say there's never a point where, where Tasha like verbalizes like, Hey, this is what I want from you. It is assumed, but I feel like, you know, you know what it is because of the way she's acting. Jacqueline, why are you even bothering to, to deal with this person? If you know that you are not, you have no intentions on being as serious as he does.
1: But do you think she she probably didn't believe he wanted to be serious based on his reputation around the office and she knew didn't she That's know true. she she knew she um that he was with he slept with lady eloise remember they had it was yeah. then they have that that comment so she was like like honey you're you a playboy with lady you're eloise. not you're like, a playboy you're not serious don't play with me but I feel like once she knew that he was like kind of feeling her
0: for real, for real, she could have he now nah, don't get me wrong. I do not feel sorry for Marcus because this is what you've been doing to every exactly. woman Teacher you Campbell. have gotten with.
1: Absolutely. She's gonna leave me. You just gonna <laughs> <laughs> wait a girlfriend. Like, hey girlfriend. She got signs up. I just want to know where don't walk away. I wanna know where she work because y'all got these
0: banging condos nice and you got the time to be bothering this man new york city like we we ain't on long island like we ain't in queens it it feels like we got
1: we got condos in midtown here yeah it looks like manhattan absolutely so angela and marcus get together yes But Marcus is still liking Jacqueline. And were they living together? I don't think that she, she still
0: had her place. But But she was spending a lot
1: of time there. Like you could tell she kept the bag there. She kept a lot of her stuff there. Because my other favorite part was when he didn't come home one night. Mm -hmm. Because he was with Jacqueline. Well, he went to see Jacqueline. And they didn't do it. She was, Jacqueline was ready with the matching bra and panty set, but he walked away and he goes back home.
0: There's some things you can't really explain. And she was like, yeah, like
1: what? And he's like, like love. And she was like, love? Love should have brought your ass home last night. Love, what do you know about love? You don't know nothing about love. She's like, I'm, I'm sick it. and tired of oh. men acting. <laughs> she goes on,
0: she, that monologue about love is serious.
1: She goes, you know what? I may not be all glamorous with hair weaved on my back, but I have a heart. And you know what happens to girls who have a heart? They get
2: broken. Dealing with, did she say, Does she curse? I didn't like that
1: hair weave comment, though.
2: I didn't appreciate it. Dealing with it.
1: motherfuckers like you. Well, this is the 90s. So, you know, remember in the 90s, it was like hair weave versus... No, hair weave was a big thing. Like, you couldn't tell it people you had a, a weave.
0: It was a big thing. I, I just, did not
1: tell people you had to weave. Yeah.
0: I mean, your hair, her, she had a short haircut, but it was still relaxed. Like, you still straightened your hair. Because like, you we it, wasn't, in the 90s it wasn't all natural. I know, but I'm saying, like, everybody playing this corporate game, like, don't be
1: shitting on the ladies with the weave, now. Nah. But remember, nine, 1992, it's like, you know, having a hair weave down your back. Girls was lying. Yes, this is my real hair. No, it's not. I, lying
0: or not, all I'm saying is, like, you are positioning yourself as separate from women who wear hair weaves yes. down their back
1: for what purpose? That was that was a thing. Now it sounds ridiculous. Now it sounds it sounds ridiculous, ridiculous in ninety two. No, but me, that's it doesn't. Yes, it because does. Because you're still like it was a thing. It was. I, was a it thing. seems
0: like she was trying to set Jacqueline up as someone who
1: was a little fakey faky,
2: It's yeah. like
1: baby. Well, not fake, but more glamorous.
2: How is she not girl?
0: Other than if if you had hair weave, you would you and Jacqueline is what and what? And again, all you have is a short do. Your hair, you are not rocking Afro Puffs to the workplace. Like, so you're no one in 92 did. What I'm saying is that you are not presenting your most authentic self in the workplace so like I'm never gonna shit on anybody who is doing more to hide their natural features like I'm I just cannot do that
1: knowing the space that we're in I think it was more of her saying her trying to say that she's not like you said glamorous I know we're talking about it's weird because we're talking about Halle Berry. We're talking about Halle like, Berry okay.
0: and the fact that it to me it seemed like she was saying men don't go for women like me. Yeah, that's a character. Gerard went for you. And yes. you're with Marcus. Like cut it out. Like you're Stop. It just uh,
1: I what you know, we'll have to agree to disagree on that. One. Men definitely went for the girls with the hair weave down their back. And Angela is saying that
0: as she's hair. in a relationship with Marcus.
1: Yes, but you have to say
0: it was a thing. It absolutely was a thing. I'm just saying that I don't really see why she had to use that specific thing to set herself apart from the other, from other women. That's all I'm saying. She's
1: not, cause I'm not all glamorous. I don't have hair weave down my back, but I have a heart. That's a point. She has well, a heart, girl. You um, know what happens to girls who have a heart? It gets broken dealing with motherfuckers like you. But you don't and have then, to deal with him. You could have. You could have. Hold uh, on. Your safe
0: choice was heart. She was Tony Braxton. She turns into this cold, calculated, kind of aggressive, really mean
2: person at the end of the movie. I think she was just hurt. Did she have to take that into the workplace? Yes. She's hurt. (laughs) I'm taking care of my business. It's like, okay.
0: You gotta be an asshole to everybody. Like the way she was talking to her staff just
2: felt like, oh, gross. She was hurt. I don't think women already have to deal with the assumption
0: that if things are not going right in their home, they're gonna treat their staff wrong. Like I have been told there have been women who have said to me, I don't like working with a female boss because if they man getting on their nerves, they come in there with a bad attitude. I'm like, okay, girl. So women already have have to deal with this. Okay. Like I feel like. You know, we already gotta deal with that
1: female boss.
0: I just prefer Depends. one who, who's emotionally together. That's all I care. True. They man, woman, gender neutral, like gender queer. I don't care. True. Just have your shit together. But you know what? We the boss, so we ain't got to, you know.
1: Exactly.
0: for listening we'll be back next week with another film and more opinions leave a review and tell us what you'd like for us to watch and let's keep the convo going on instagram you can find us at curry gumbo be well
2: happy watching love y'all bye